are now tuned into Sheep Nation with your host Prophetess Vaughn. Today's segment is the Micaiah Anointing. Stay tuned. Your presence is overwhelming. take this time right now to come before the presence of the Lord tonight. We give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory, Lord. We just tell you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you for being sovereign king. Thank you for being sovereign ruler. Hallelujah. Thank you for being the head of our lives, Lord God. We just start this uh, podcast out with prayer today, Lord. We thank you this day, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And just begin to just worship the Lord. Just begin to worship the Lord and and allow, hallelujah, the grounds of your heart to be fertile to receive the word of the Lord. God, we just praise you. We honor you, Lord. We give you all the praise, the honor, the glory, Lord. We say, have your way, Lord. Have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way, Lord. Have your way, oh God. We just thank you right now in the name of Jesus, dear Lord. We give you all the praise, the honor, the glory, Lord. Hallelujah. There is no one like you, Lord. No one, no one, no one. No one like you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, 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 Lord. God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, you are welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Have your way, have your way. Have your way, have your way. Have your way, have your way, oh God, have your way. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Isn't he a worthy God? Hallelujah. He is worthy, he is worthy for keeping us, hallelujah, for protecting us, hallelujah, for providing for us, hallelujah, for being the Lord of our lives, hallelujah. He's a father to the fatherless, glory to God. He's Hallelujah, he's the mother to the motherless, glory to God. Hallelujah. He is our protector. He is our hedge of protection. Hallelujah. He is our rear guard. Hallelujah. He is the one that goes before us. He's the he's our hallelujah. He's our protection. 
protection all around us. Hallelujah. He is our hedge of protection. Glory to God. And we owe him everything. We owe him our lives. Hallelujah. We owe him everything. We owe him everything. He doesn't owe us nothing. We owe the Lord everything. Everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And tonight we tell you thank you, Lord. We tell you thank you, Lord. We praise you today, Lord. Hallelujah. For being just that, Lord. For being our God. We love you, Lord. We love you and we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, be glorified, O oh God. Be glorified, be glorified in our lives and our families, Lord. Be glorified in our ministries, Lord God. Hallelujah. Let our let our ministries be glorifying to you, Lord. Remove self out of our ministries, Lord God. Because it's no longer the we that live, but Christ that lives in us, O oh God. So it is you that is doing the work, Lord God, both to will and to do your good pleasure within us, Lord, and through us, O oh God. Hallelujah, Lord. We just thank you tonight, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Holy Spirit, minister to every need, every person in the sound of my voice, Lord. I thank you for ministering to the needs of your people, O oh God. Hallelujah. Giving a right now word, a Rhema Kairos word, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, feeding your people, O oh God, exactly what they need to be, uh, be fed, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we honor you. We honor you. We honor you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I just want to take the time to welcome everyone under the sound of my voice. Hallelujah. It's a pleasure to serve. Hallelujah. To serve you the word of God on today. And um, I just want to take the time to let you know that you have a father, a heavenly father that loves you with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. He loves you. He loves you. And every time I get on these podcasts, it is a, it is, hallelujah, a directive that I must iterate and reiterate, hallelujah, how much the Lord loves you, how much you are loved by your heavenly father. How much he is committed to the process that he started in your life. That he will see it until its fruition, even into the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He began the good work in you. And he will finish it even into the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you are downtrodden and you are needing some encouragement, the Lord uh, wants you to be encouraged. The Lord wants you to keep your head up. Hallelujah. And look to the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help comes from him and him alone. Hallelujah. David said, I don't put my trust in chariots and he does not to put your trust in men. We don't trust nobody. Hallelujah. But we trust in the Lord and those that are called by God. We trust in the Lord within those people. Glory to God. So we thank him tonight. Um, mainly the reason I, uh, came on this podcast on today, glory to God, was to share what the Lord has been putting in my heart, um, over these past couple of weeks, um, regarding the word that he is releasing into the earth for the body of Christ to know and to glean from glory to God. And, and what he is wanting to emphasize is, um, one of the things that he's, been doing just in the earth and that is the cleansing process hallelujah god god has been in the process of cleaning cleaning out the church houses that uh, proclaim his name cleaning out our physical body glory to god we are the uh the temples where his presence dwells his holy spirit lives those that have accepted christ believe in their hearts um, the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that he is seated at the right hand of the Father and make confession unto that, hallelujah, that he is Lord, 
and have invited, have been born again, glory to God. And even those that have not asked the Holy Spirit to come and live in them, God has been doing a preparatory work in all of us. He's been doing a work in us that we may be perfected in him, hallelujah, so that we may be ready, glory to God, for him. And I just thank him today. I thank him for what he's doing. I thank him for helping us to make sense of stuff that uh, we may have been going through, stuff that we've been having to endure. Glory to God. God is saying that he is wanting to make sense of those things. Glory to God. And so he's saying um, that he has been taking the time to um, draw us to him so that we may know his voice like never before. The Bible says that my sheep know my voice and the stranger they will not follow. Glory to God. The Lord is uh, fine tuning our ears so that we may discern properly his voice. We have to know the voice of the Father so that we are not deceived as a people on a personable level and on a corporate level. God has been doing a work in our spiritual senses, not so much in, in our, our physical senses. We already know how to walk, talk, speak, glory to God, see, um, maneuver with our physical body. But there, we have a spirit on the inside of us. Glory to God. We have a spirit that God is tending to as we allow him to do a work in us. And so what the Lord is doing is he's fine tuning our hearing. He's giving us spiritual eyesight, helping us to see in the spirit, teaching us how to declare a thing, vocalize, hallelujah, his word out of our mouth, teaching us and giving a strategy on how to be disciples of Christ and how to be a son and a daughter of God. Glory to God. And so one of the things that he is doing is um, the Lord is allowing the voices of his of his servants to come to the forefront. Those that the Lord have been molding and shaping and inputting his word um, um, for this time. Glory to God. He is allowing the voice of the prophet to come forward to be able to speak on his behalf by his spirit with the anointing and the power of the holy ghost to be able to give instruction and direction to his people so that his people know exactly where to go what to do how to maneuver not so that um his his um servants will take his place glory to god this is why there has been a mass exodus and i mentioned several um topics ago several podcasts ago the lord revealed to me that there would be a mass exodus in the church and i didn't know how that was going to happen i was even like lord is this you you know but god had been dealing with some including myself on being at home seeking the face of god and and reading his word and allowing him to do his work on the inside of us and so what he is doing is helping us to know on the inside that he is directing our reins it is him leading us and guiding us by his spirit hallelujah those that have committed themselves to him those that have chose his way Hallelujah. The narrow way. Glory to God. Not the broad way. Glory to God. God is talking about those that have sold out to him. 
and have made the decision to live for him and him alone. Glory to God. He is ordering our steps. He is telling us what to do, how to do. Hallelujah. He's teaching us what, uh, how to refrain, teaching us how to, um, uh, when to move, if it's for us to move, uh, just things concerning the things of God. Hallelujah. One, one of the passages of scripture that the Lord gave me regarding the message that um, is clear and is of him um, is coming from 1 Kings uh, chapter 22. Glory to God. And what the Lord is saying is um, that the, the message for this hour is not so much a feel-good message. It is not one that is a desirable message glory to god it is not something that uh, many people want to hear you know it is a time for encouragement there is a time to be uplifted there is a time for us to be poured into and wounds to be ministered to glory to god and then there is a time when the lord has to give us instruction the lord has to correct some some of our theology some some of the stuff that we believe that was not true or may have been true in the past but now it is not that it is not uh, the time for that type of uh, message and so um, what can be true at one point can turn into not the truth, glory to God, because it, it, it can be out of God's timing. And that's what can turn a, a truth into a lie um, when it is not the timing of the Lord, glory to God. And so a prime example of what I'm saying and what the Lord is, is speaking is in the body of scripture, 1 Kings chapter 22. Um, and I'm reading from the HCSB version. Um, and before we, we go into the scripture, I, I will pray. Um, but I do want to make mention that anything that anybody ever says, um, it is for us to have that due diligence to go before God and to seek God for ourselves on it, whether this is the truth, whether this is what God is speaking, or if it is not God and it is just that person. God will always... Uh, reveal a thing to us if we are diligent to take the time and to seek him for truth glory to god if we automatically shut our hearts down and disregard a word from someone that you know we may not even be particularly fond of um we automatically shut that word out because of who it's coming from we are doing ourselves a disadvantage and a disservice because that could be the very word that god is trying to use to set us free um, been in bondage in a, in a particular circumstance or, or trial and God sends a word and it's a word that uh, ha that is the key to unlock the chains, the stuff that you have been bond bound up in and because you don't like the, the messenger and you don't, you don't particularly understand that person or, or know who they are the Bible says, uh, Paul declared, we are not to know anyone by the flesh but by the spirit we're, we, so God helps us. When we go to God, God will help us. He helps us and he reveals those secrets to us and gives us the discernment. That is another word, discernment, to know what is of him and what is not of him. And so this is why it's important for this personable relationship with the Father and you, us, so that we will know what is of him and what is not of him. He is teaching us how to properly judge, not judgmentalism, not judgmentalism, the arrogancy and, and the pompous attitude, but judgmentalism teaching what, what, what 
our, us as parents teach our children right and wrong what's right and what's wrong that is judging that is discerning and that is what god is teaching us in this hour how to properly discern glory to god and so i'm gonna go before the lord right now before i continue in this scripture father we thank you for allowing this word to fall on the good grounds of our hearts oh god we're asking right now lord that you speak this word oh god and let it fall on the good the good grounds of our heart oh god let it minister to the recesses of our spirit lord for those who are weary oh god let this word revive life oh god and i just speak life right now in the name of jesus i just thank you lord for all that would receive oh god i thank you father god for allowing this word to be a forcible a forcible hallelujah power by your spirit lord to wedge open for God breakthrough in the listener's life, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I just thank you right now. I give you all the praise, the honor, the glory for the testimonies that will come forth, hallelujah, and those that have been set free from what you're about to speak, Lord God. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Bless this word, Lord, and let it not fall on the, the on deaf ears, oh God, but give us ears to hear what your spirit is speaking. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I'm, I'm not going to hold you long. I'm going to read through, and it is for you to take this scripture and to go back and to dig, study, pray, regurgitate, reread, re and meditate on the scripture. Glory to God. Because any prophet in the Bible was a foreshadow of Christ because they carry the spirit of the Lord. Glory to God. And they only, they, they, they were demonstrations of who Christ was came to be in the earth glory to god so th this particular uh, body of scripture speaks of micaiah and so you want to write this name down micaiah m-i-c-a-i-a-h micaiah was a prophet there's no book of the bible written after him glory to god i don't think after after this particular scripture you don't hear anything else about this particular prophet but he is one that the Lord is is uh, modeling the prophet of this day after, because uh, he, the voice, the message was was completely different than the the message of the popular prophet. Glory to God. Now we're we are, hallelujah, vessels for the Holy Spirit to maneuver and to do the work of the Father here on the earth. Glory to God. The the work of Christ is already done. We are not trying to redo what has already been done. Glory to God. Everything that we do testifies of the existence of Christ. It echoes what, what was spoken about him, what he spoke, and it, it just reiterates what he spoke. Glory to God. Nothing. There's nothing um, new that is being, any, any type of prophecy that is, that is released, and this is a revelation given by the Holy Spirit. Again, take everything that is given to you as information or instruction to the Lord and God will reveal whether that is true or whether that is not true and it is not spoken by him. Um, Christ is the spirit of prophecy. So anything that is spoken testifies of Christ. Glory to God. It will testify of Christ. Glory to God. So Micaiah... Um, was a prophet of the Lord. He was a prophet of the Lord. He was a prophet of the Lord. Even if those around him did not recognize him, he was a prophet of the Lord after the Lord's heart. 
because he only spoke what the Lord had him to speak. It wasn't a popular message. It wasn't a message that uh, many, uh, those that had itching ears desired to hear because those with itching ears want to hear what they want to hear in order to continue in the thing that may not be pleasing to God for, in order for them to continue in that. And so um, messages like this kind of turn people off that are self-seeking and self-motivated, self-motivated, self with selfish ambition, glory to God. This type of message is for those that for Christ I live and for Christ I die, for God I live and for God I die, glory to God. Our lives are not our own, glory to God. The brothers and sisters in Christ that seek only to please the Father, this is that type of message for them, glory to God. This isn't a message and anything that I teach, um, the persons that are drawn to listen to, this is for them. It's not for everybody because everybody's not gonna receive it. Glory to God. And so um, this scripture starts at verse one. It says, there was a lull of three years without war between Aram and Israel. However, in the third year, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, went to visit the king of Israel. And the king of Israel was Ahab at that time. Um, if you go up on your own time, verses 27 through 29, or excuse me, that the whole chapter um, before chapter 22, it talks about um, the Lord getting rid of Jezebel. The Lord, uh, she was a woman who hated the Lord. She was a woman who hated the Lord. And, and sometime if the Lord um, allows me to, Lord to God, there will be a teaching uh, specifically on that. Um, but getting back to that, this is when uh, King Ahab's wife died, glory to God. And verses 27 through 29, Ahab humbled himself before the Lord, glory to God. And so um, he, was, he was the king over Israel. He was an evil king, but there was some partial good in him because in verses 27 through 29, <coughs> excuse me, he humbled himself after he um, realized and knew that his wife Jezebel had been murdered. He knew that it was the Lord and he humbled himself, humbled himself before God, glory to God. And because of him humbling himself, the disaster that was gonna be brought upon him in his time, the Lord caused it to be, uh, to be held up and it still was brought on, but it was brought on during his son's lifetime, according to verse 29, uh, chapter 21. Glory to God. So, um, but here we go again. Verse uh, verse three here says, the king of Israel, which was Ahab, had said to his servants, don't you know that Ramoth Gilead is ours, but we have failed to take it from the hand of, king, of, of the king of Aram. So he asked Jehoshaphat, will you go with me? to fight Ramoth Gilead, glory to God. And Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat was um, reverenced the Lord. He loved the Lord. He was the king of Judah. He was an upright king, glory to God. He replied to the king of Israel, I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as, you, as your horses. But Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, first, hear this, first, please ask what the Lord's will is. So he, he directed that king, he said, hold on, I, I can't be led by the by lust of the flesh, lust of the eye and the pride of life, Lord to God. I, I can't go in and say something is mine 
without consulting the Lord first and then seeing, you know, what the Lord would have me to do. So he was wise and he was reverential unto the Lord. Glory to God. And so it says, uh, so the king of Israel gathered the prophets. This is Ahab. It doesn't say what types of prophets. It says the prophets. So these were people that the Lord spoke through possibly at, at one point in time. Um, they were devoted to do the work of the Lord. And it says about 400 men and asked them, should I go against Ramoth Gilead for war or should I refrain? This is what King Ahab asked the prophets of the Lord in, in uh, Israel. And they replied, listen to their reply. They replied, march up and the Lord will hand it over to the king. So they were, they did not say perhaps, they didn't say maybe, they did not do as Jehoshaphat did. First, let's ask what the Lord's will is. Let me seek God. They automatically released this word to this king without consulting the Lord. But Jehoshaphat asked, isn't there a prophet of Yahweh here anymore? Let's ask him. Jehoshaphat, he knew, he knew something wasn't right. He heard that, that word that was released to the king. And he knew something wasn't right. If he, the king of Judah, a man after God's heart, a righteous king, discerned enough to say, first, ask what the Lord's will is. He knew that something wasn't right when they said, yeah, go ahead, you know, march up. The Lord's hand uh, is, is going to hand, the, the Lord will hand it over to you. Come on, God is with you. God is with you. He said, hold on. Isn't there a prophet of Yahweh here anymore? Let's ask him. <laughs> so verse 8 says, the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, there is still one man who can ask Yahweh. But what, what did he say right here? Your version may say something different. But my version says, there is still one man who can ask Yahweh, but I hate him. He says, I hate him because he never prophesied good about me, but only disaster. He is Micaiah, son of Imla. So he knew, first of all, if I know a person is called by the Lord, if I know that person is called by the Lord, and I know without a shadow of a doubt that this person has a direct plumb line to God, not because of who they are, you know, not because of a name that they made for themselves, not because of any of that, but solely based on the fact that when this person speaks, whatever whatever they speak, the Lord backs up that word and their words don't fall to the ground. I'm going to call that person first if I have a heart after God myself. So th this right here is a good example and show shows us the times that we're in. There's people going to their favorite, uh, uh, their favorite um, speaker, their, their favorite, you know, person that only prophesies good. You never hear them uh, give a word of rebuke. You never hear them give a word of correction stuff that may be going on um you never hear anything coming from these person's mouth that will help me grow as an individual that will prune my spirit that will cut me in a place 
that will root out anything that that doesn't reflect the Lord because it don't feel good to the flesh this is what Ahab Ahab was an evil king because he whatever he saw he wanted he got it he was a very sensual man he he wanted those things and he was a passive man glory to God and so you see that a lot you see that a lot you hear you hear messages that might tap you on your hand a little bit but you don't hear very often or or much anymore hard hard words of instruction words of rebuke words of correction because people don't want to hear that people don't want to hear that they don't want to be corrected they don't they don't want to hear when they are wrong they only want to hear the good stuff because it keeps me comfortable in my sin it makes me feel like you know i have a little bit of god but you know i i'm comfortable that comfortability god is saying he 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 never wanted us to be in a comfortable complacent place it keeps us from growing it keeps us in a place of carnality that doesn't reflect him carnality reflects the devil our sinful nature glory to god when you are changed and you are molded and you are shaped and you're going from glory to glory from faith to faith not because someone is telling me you're doing great keep going that is good in its time but i need someone to tell me hey you know the lord is showing me this about you you know yes you know god is, is pleased with you in this area but this area right here is overriding this area and if you don't get this area in check you're gonna this area is gonna be affected and and rotted and then the whole the whole part of you is gonna be damned people don't want to hear that no more people don't want to hear stuff like that the only persons that want to hear that is those that aim to please the lord i want you to tell me when i'm in error i want i invite constructive criticism because i need to grow i want to please the lord I want him to look at me and I want him to smile. I want him to see himself in me. Purge me, Lord. Cleanse me. Take this mind of mine with these thoughts. Everything that doesn't reflect you, oh God. In the name of Jesus, take it away, Lord. Have your way. And so that's, that is the message that God is trying to um, get us to understand. Everything isn't going to be, everything isn't going to be, uh, a happy message you're not going to hear what you want to hear if you're walking with the lord he told us in this earth that we would have that that this earth will be filled with trials and tribulations will be a good cheer he has overcome the world we are to be a good cheer because of what he did not because uh he's coming through for me in the earth and I, my flesh is being made comfortable and i'm getting the things that i want god ain't looking he said don't lay up treasures in the earth for yourself where it'll rot and rust. He said, lay up treasures in heaven where you'll have it forever. And he will teach you how to have those things that are incorruptible because heaven and earth are gonna pass away. Glory to God, but, but God's kingdom is gonna last forever. Glory to God. And so uh, back here, and I have to read this again. Y'all have to hear this because this came out of his mouth. This is an evil man to say something like that. They are haters of them that are good. That's what Paul said. They hate them that are good. 
he said, there, the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, there is still one man who can ask Yahweh, but I hate him because he never prophesies good about me, but only disaster. He is Micaiah, um, son of Imla. And he said, the king shouldn't say that. Jehoshaphat rebuked him. He rebuked him. He said, you shouldn't say that. Don't say something like that. Because why? Because you're not speaking, you're not speaking um, about him, about that person. They're God's representative in the earth. When when you are declaring something evil like that against one of God's um, messengers, their life is not their own. They represent a kingdom. They are here doing the work of their father, just like Christ, and their life is not their own. Glory to God, just as Christ said. My meat is to do the will of my father. Those that are, have been chosen by the Lord and you know that they're called by God. They have the stamp of approval in the spirit. They may not have the stamp of approval by man. Glory to God. Because only the father can reveal the identity of those that truly belong to him. Just like Christ did with Peter. Christ said, whom, whom do, you, do men say that I am? And he said, you are, uh, you are the son of man. You are Christ. And he said, uh, flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. So you can, the, uh, only those that you have been revealed to by the father will know who you are. Those that reject you. And they, they don't even know you, but they're rejecting you because they don't know you. They know you may know you according to the flesh, but they don't know you according to the spirit. Those that reject you are rejecting God himself because their lives are not their own. Glory to God. And so uh, verse nine says, so the king of Israel called an officer and said, hurry and get Micaiah, son of Imla. Verse 10, now the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, clothed in royal attire, were sitting on his own throne. And they were on the threshing floor at the entrance of Samaria's gate. And all the prophets were prophesying in front of them. Then Zedekiah, I can get so much deeper on, on this, but for the sake of time, um, we will probably do this another time, according to God. The threshing floor, the entrance of Samaria's gate. He, and it says, and all the prophets were prophesying in front of them. Then Zedekiah, son of Chaniah, made iron horns and said this is what the lord says so he this is another uh prophet this is another prophet he says uh this is what the lord says you will gore the armenians uh with these until they are finished off and all the prophets were prophesying the same thing march up go ahead king god is with you march up to ramoth gilead and succeed for the lord will hand it over to the king these were 400 men, 400 men. Y'all need to hear this. Y'all need to hear this because it was, it was like almost every, everybody uh, that were, that had a prophetic voice in their time speaking the same thing. One went as far as to uh, make iron horns. He said, this is what the Lord says. You will gore, you will beat them down. You're going to uh, obliterate and destroy them. He was confident in that word. He said, you will gore the Armenians uh, with these until they are finished off. And all the prophets were prophesying the same. March up to Ramoth Gilead and succeed for the Lord will hand it over to the king. 
Verse 13, the messenger who went to call Micaiah instructed him. This is, <laughs> this right here, I'm going to read it and then I'm going to speak. It says, the messenger who went to call Micaiah instructed him. Look, the words of the prophets are unanimously favorable for the king. So let your words be like theirs and speak favorably. This is the messenger. He was an officer, one of high rank. Micaiah was an ordinary person who happens to be a prophet of God. He didn't, he, his sole mission and purpose existence on the earth was to do as the Lord commanded him to do. This messenger told him, hey, I'm pulling you to the side. Don't say anything else that you ain't supposed to say. You speak what everybody else is speaking. And I hear so many people on Facebook. I hear different pastors giving instructions on what prophets should do. True prophets of the Lord. First of all, they're, they're directed by the Holy Spirit of Christ. And they only speak the, the it's they only speak what testifies of the Lord. God is not going to put anything in their mouth that contradicts what he has already spoken. So here's what Micaiah said in return, verse 14. But Micaiah said, as the Lord lives, I will say whatever the Lord says to me. And that's the same thing for messengers today, including myself. Whatever God gives me to speak, I'm going to speak that. If you feel it's negative all the time, you need to check yourself. This is what God is giving to me to share with his people. Glory to God. And then after the groundwork is done, whatever he's trying to do in your life, God knows how to go back and, and be the bomb in Gilead and, and, and heal any wounds and, and any cuts that the word um, did in the process of, of being spoken. God knows how to go back glory to God, if that's his will. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So that, that word he said, as the Lord lives, as the Lord lives, I will say whatever the Lord says to me. Verse 15. So he went to the king and the king asked him, Micaiah, should we go to Ramoth Gilead for war? Or should we refrain? And Micaiah told him. <laughs> this is what Micaiah, he did exactly what he was instructed to do. He said, march up and succeed. Yahweh will hand it over to the king. <laughs> the officer pulled him aside. This was the officer of Israel under the direction of King Ahab. He said, don't say nothing else that you ain't supposed to say. All the prophets are speaking favorably, unanimously, and I need you to do the same thing. They knew that King Ahab felt like that prophet hated him. And it wasn't that. He spoke whatever the Lord desired him to speak. But he was obedient. He was obedient. Glory to God. You want to hear from men and women of God who are obedient to the Lord first? And foremost, you don't want to hear messengers that tell you what you want to hear so that you keep coming back and they can keep um, speaking these things and keep bleeding you for money and keep doing these things. 
every the Bible says freely you have received, freely you you uh, give. And I'm just gonna go go ahead and say it. Anytime that that you hear um, prophets or you know uh, men and women of God asking you to sow seeds and, and all of this, the Bible says to give liberally. Um, Paul said, "Give, be a cheerful giver. You give because you want to give, and because you you are led by the Holy Spirit to give, not of necessity, not because you need something. It, we don't give to look back for something in return." The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, running over, shall man give unto your bosom. That's the word. That's what I stand on. But I'm not giving to look for something in return. That's what the word says. Don't don't give to look to get it back in return. That's a matter of the heart. I give because I'm doing it as unto the Lord. And I know that God um, gives, uh, provides me what I need. So I give. We give, we're cheerful givers because we're doing it as, as unto the Lord, glory to God. Not being directed to do that, glory to God. So anybody that, that's telling you to buy this or that God is overturning these tables, it, it is a, 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 a rerun of when Christ flipped over the money changer tables. All, everybody is speaking the same thing because of the same agenda that's happening. The Lord never said to sell what was given by way of Holy Spirit. You give as it was given unto you. And that way you have a treasure in heaven. All of the things that I do, I serve. I don't look for money. I, I do everything as unto the Lord. Why? Because I love to do it. I love to do it. I love serving. I love to give. That is my heart. And, and the Lord tells me, if I do these things here on earth, guess what? My treasure is in heaven. But guess what? I'm not even looking for that treasure. I just want to see the Lord in peace and I want to be in his presence forever. That's that's all I want. Glory to God. That is my treasure. He is my reward. I want to see him in peace. I want to see be in his presence forever in his court, worshiping him, being in his company. Glory to God. And so that that is the matter of the heart. Glory to God. Okay, verse uh let's go back. I hope this is blessing y'all. I really do. I really hope this is blessing you. I hope that this is sparking something in your heart to look towards the Lord and to live a life that's pleasing to Him. To live a life that's pleasing to Him in every facet. So Micaiah told him, the latter part of verse 15, uh, Micaiah told him, March up and succeed. Yahweh will hand it over to the king. But the king, verse 16, said to him, how many times must I make you swear not to tell me anything but the truth? So he already knew. This evil king already knew. He already knew the others weren't telling him the truth. He knew that. He knew that. But so many want to hear what they want to hear. And they damn people or curse people or, or uh, tear them down in secret or cast them aside and call them demons and place these ungodly labels on them because they speak something opposite of what they feel God is telling them. But the fruit, the, the proof is in the pudding. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He said, how many times must I make you swear not to tell me anything but the truth in the name of Yahweh. Verse 17. So Micaiah said, I saw all Israel scattered on the hills 
like sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, they have no master. Let everyone return home in peace. Why this scripture was so powerful to me is when he, when the Lord began to deal with me and tell me that he was going to begin to feed his sheep, he told me that there was going to be a mass exodus. I believe this was around 2019, maybe the, maybe the latter end of 2019. He told me that there was going to be a mass exodus. I did not have all of the details. I didn't know what was going to happen, but it cleared out the church houses, the physical church houses. It cleared out everything. It made people go home and seek God from home. And that is exactly the position that God is wanting us to be. Thing, if y'all can hear me, things are not going to be the same. The Lord doesn't have anything against fellowship. He doesn't have anything against assembling ourselves, glory to God. But there is a new realm of glory that God is dispersing in the earth that is going to make us closer to him if we do it his way. Not man's way, not my way, not your way, not none of our way. We have to do it his way. And so people have been modeling after, and please hear me, I am not um, talking down or talking against what was used to get us up to this point. But just like the Lord sent, sent Christ to bring a better covenant, glory to God. The Lord is doing that right now. Paul gave us the blueprint and, and many model their ministry after Paul, the son, the daughters, glory to God. And God is not, he's saying he is not looking for another physical building anymore. He's not looking for a physical place. The word of God says, who, uh, who, who can make me a house that I can dwell in? God is too big to be in a small building. Yes, it could be used to, you know, come together and seek the Lord together, but it's not made to, to replace personal, personable relationship with him. And that's why these houses, glory to God, the ones that don't resemble his, his uh, will, glory to God, those that have been using the church for selfish ambition and, and, you know, things that are not of God, it have God's name, it have his seal, it have his word, but he ain't in it. This is what he's talking about. He had to do a mass exodus. He had to do a cleaning and, and the fire is testing ministries right now to see who is of him and who ain't. Glory to God. And to teach his people right now, we're all having to seek God at home. But it always is supposed to be personable. It's always supposed to be personal. We have to know the voice of the Lord for ourselves. And then when we're seeking the Lord at home, when we get together in fellowship, everybody's echoing, you know, oh, that's what he told me to. Because I'm seeking the Lord. You're seeking the Lord. We're all seeking God together. Glory to God. But, but it's not taking his place in my life. Man isn't taking uh, the Lord's place in my life. Glory to God. So that, that scripture right there where it says, verse 17, So Micaiah said, I saw all Israel.
scattered on the hills like a sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, they have no master. Let everyone return home in peace. Um, I'm going to stop right here. Glory to God. We're going to pick this up on the next episode. If you want to read all the way to verse 39, go ahead. But I will share what the Lord gave me from verses 18 to 39 in our next podcast. I pray that this word blessed you and that you draw nearer to the Father. This is a time of us seeking the Lord and in a time of repentance, humbling ourselves, asking the Lord to cleanse us, to forgive us, forgive our ancestors for the sins that we have committed. Forgive us for not putting him first. Forgive us for exalting uh, man's word and what men say and what others are saying other, other than the word of God. This is a time of repentance right now. Seeking the face of God on our own. Glory to God. So Father, I just pray right now. I pray, Lord, that you bless each and every one of your, your children, Lord God. Every person under the sound of my voice, Lord, I'm, I'm thanking you right now, Lord, for having your way and letting your will be done in their lives, Lord. I thank you for keeping the hands of the enemy off of their lives, Lord God. I thank you, Father, the fire that has been coming at them, Lord, that you would allow them a, a time and space to regroup and give them peace in their borders, oh God. Bless them, Lord. Meet every need, Lord God every need of theirs, Lord God. I thank you that you're blessing them, oh God. Bless their children, bless their household, bless every wife, every husband, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Every pastor, Lord, that is that has been uh, called by your name, oh God. Every prophet that has been called by your name, oh God. Hallelujah. Every evangelist, every minister, oh God, that has been called by your name, Lord, I pray and I speak strength in the Holy Ghost. Oh God, let them be strong in you and in the power of your might, oh God. In the name of Jesus, dear Lord, I thank you, Father, for the holy fire of God barricading each and every one of us, Lord God. Lord, let your word, oh God, produce the fruit in our lives, oh God, that is necessary, oh God, for us to grow. Let us look like you, Lord. Let us release, Lord God, a sweet-smelling, hallelujah, uh, um, aroma from our lives, oh God, as we sacrifice ourselves to you, Lord God. That we are not friends of this world, oh God. But Lord, we are coming to you, Lord God, in full assurance of faith, oh God, that you are leading us and guiding us, and we are your children, and, and Lord, you are making your abode with us, oh God. Thank you for your stamp of approval, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless each and every one of you. I look forward to speaking with you again. Take care. Until the next time, God bless you. Follow Vian Ravon Ministries by subscribing to Sheep Nation on your favorite podcast platform, Vian Ravon Ministries YouTube channel, and Vian Ravon Facebook ministry page. God bless you.